With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ramblers, let's get rambling. Everybody and welcome to another edition of Ramble with Russell, show 533 of my podcast, a home talented rambling right here on the Talk Shoe Network and my annual Christmas Day show. Now, you know, I've been doing this show for over 11 years now, and well, yeah, over 11, and I've always done a Christmas special, and this year is no different. Now, in the past years, uh, I've done elaborate things and things have all been like really fancy and stuff. I've been too busy this year, but I didn't want to get a show out this week. I hope everybody is having a terrific holiday season. I don't care how you celebrate it. Just being with family, having a good time, not drinking and driving, all that good stuff. So, so what, what's going to be on the show today? I will still put in between my reviews some Christmassy music, so I'm still going to do that. But I don't really have a lot of Christmassy-themed reviews today. I just This past season, I just haven't gained a lot of stuff from the people who send me videos. So that's the way she goes. But I still have the gift of review to give you. On today's show, we're going to give you my movie review of The Last Jedi. Yes, I finally went out to the theater and this past week and caught uh, episode 8 of the uh, Star Wars movie. So I'll give you my take on that, on, on, on Grumpy Old Luke and the gang. Then we go from a galaxy far, far away to a, to a land fairly far away with Season 7 of Game of Thrones on Blu-ray, courtesy of the great folks at HBO Home Theater. Of course, winter is coming, and it's already here in Canada, except we don't have White Walkers. Thank goodness. And then we go from the world of Westeros to the world of Ninjago and Lego with the Lego Ninjago movie Blu-ray review, courtesy of the great folks at Warner Brothers Home Video. So you get my view of the latest Lego movie. And to tie in with that, courtesy of the great folks at DK, I will give you my book review of... Lego, the Ninjago movie, the making of the movie, courtesy of DK Publishing. So it's it's um, many worlds, if you will, on today's program. Now, this may or may not be the last show of the year. I started a new job recently, and it's taken a lot of my kind of video watching time. So I'll, I'll try to squeak another one out, but I'm not sure. This could be the last one of 2017, but not the last one of the show. I will continue. There are some things I want to explore in the new year, but more about that 
at the end of the show. I'll give you a bit of a tease. And don't forget, folks, I still have two uh two see uh two copies of season two of Vice Principles to give away. Nobody's claimed those yet from HBO, and I want to give them to you, this complete season two. So more than that, and I'll repeat the question. The first two people that give me the right answer to that question, I will send you the link, and, and you can get a season of a show for free on me. How about that for a deal? Well, we're going to take a quick little musical interview to Christmas one this time. Or maybe not. Maybe my usual one. We'll see. And then we'll be right back with the first review of the program. theatrical movie review for this episode is Star Wars The Last Jedi at a theater near you. Now, you know, I've been looking forward to this movie for two damn years. Yeah, it's been that long since Force Awakens. Now, a lot of people say that Force Awakens was kind of a rehash of New Hope. And if you go back to my review of it two years ago, I kind of agreed with everybody that that it, it was, you know, very similar. And that, of course... Uh, Force Awakens ended with a huge cliffhanger where we, this is, and you know, I'm going to slightly spoil it, but I don't care. It's been two years. The big cliffhanger where, where Luke just kind of stands there and doesn't say a damn thing. Well, in this one, we, we, Mark Camel actually has dialogue, but in this one, Luke is, is kind of cranky. Uh, of course, at the end of, of episode seven, uh, Force Awakens, the 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 first order got their butts handed to them, and again, if you haven't seen Force Awakens, I'm sorry, it's been two years. I'm talking about it. Suck it up. Uh, of course, at the end of Force Awakens, you know the first order got their butt kicked with the thing blowing up and that. So now they're and but by doing that, the the resistance kind of you know showed their hand and revealed where they are. So the star of this movie. We kind of have one, uh, Ray meeting Luke, and then we also have two, the First Order really coming to pound on the Resistance. So that's kind of what we hear. For most of this movie, the Resistance is kind of on the run to outrunning the First Order. Now, there's a point in this movie, and don't worry, folks, I, I, I will give you a spoiler-free, I will not reveal major plot points of eight because it's just out in the theaters now seven is free game folks i'm sorry like i said you've been watching it two years you, why how can you call yourself a sci-fi fan i'm just saying uh so so a good chunk of of episode eight is kind of repercussions from seven and, and a, a good chunk of it as well is is there's this slow change between some rebel ships and a whack of star destroyers it's like we're gonna catch up and like now you're not yeah we're gonna and that's that's a good chunk of the movie it's like really do you not have missiles you could fire at them do you just have to go on lasers couldn't another ship like kind of hyperspace right in front of the rebels and blow them the shite can you not do that so that that was like okay just and and it's it's used kind of like a plot device, right? To 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 kind of propel the story. Uh, and this one as well, um, we we get uh, some more from Leia. Leia does something 
kind of surprising this movie, but if you think about it, not so surprising. Uh, we, we get a lot more of Snoke in this movie. Snoke, this time, you actually see in person. He's not just a hologram. And he has this stupid yellow robe on, like like he's freaking Ric Flair or something. Like, really? Do, do you really need a Flair robe? I'm surprised it didn't have ruffles on it and stuff. But there you go. You know, I'm the supreme evil dude of the universe. I can wear what I want and you can suck it. That That's... Pretty much what he's saying to people. I thought it'd be, you know, where was like the the black robe of Sidious and Palpatine and like, I am the emperor, you must feel me, I wear all in black. And yet Sidious is like, look at me, I'm just in my gold robe, you're just going to love it or I'm going to kill you. So that's whatever. So that's there. That's that's what that is. So a lot of the movie is is, is resistance running away. And, and Ray kind of going to Luke and saying, you know, we kind of need you. And he's going... Uh, I'm old and grumpy. Leave me alone. And and <laughs> so so we do get kind of uh, we, we you know in the in the Force Awakens they hint to why Luke went to exile and what happened with the Kylo slash Ben, and and they they expand on that in eight. So you do get the story of of what happened to those two, why things went to shite. There you go. So that's that's there. Uh, there was also a weird kind of Kylo and Ray had this weird, we've never seen this before, kind of forced connection we can talk over distance. And then at one point, Kylo Ren is, is shirtless because cause he can, because, you know, he's a badass. Uh-huh. So he's shirtless and, and Ray, they're doing this whole forcey talky thing and, and Ray sees him. And and she goes, what? Why? You know, could you please put a shirt on? Um, because it's kind of awkward to see you talking to you shirtless. And 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 I I read something about this on the internet, and and the director's going, well, you know, we we wanted to do that to prove that you know they could actually see each other, and it wasn't just you know they're hearing each other in their heads. But really, so all you fangirls out there want to see Adam Driver shirtless? There you go. Yeah, you, you got that. I'm not spoiling nothing. Um, so that's the kind of big thing. Uh, Finn uh, hooks up with Rose. There's a new character introduced. She's like a the, the plucky Asian girl. Maybe Asian, some other race. If, if, if I'm not, she's not Asian. I'm sorry, Korean. I don't know, something. And and I'm not trying to offend nobody. I just don't know. So, so she's she's the new kind of character that gets thrown into this. Um, we do have some departures. There are some characters at the end of this movie that don't make it. I'm not going to tell you who. It's not my place. Uh, but I, I think um, Mark Hamill did a good job. I, you know, uh, and there were some surprise cameos by characters. I could do the voice of those characters, but I'm not going to do it because I'm not giving things away. Um, so there's that. Um, and 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 Carrie Fisher does a good job, although her role is kind of limited. Chewie doesn't really have a lot to do. Three PO and R two are are limited with lines. Um, BB eight is funny as always, and 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 Poe kind of has a role, um, but doesn't. Now, what what this movie has got a lot of criticism for is humor. There are weird little bits of humor in it. Then thinking. Are we doing a space comedy? Is is that where we're going? Um, overall, the, the movie has a weird kind of feel to it. It reminds me a lot 
after I watched it, it made me feel like like uh, the Two Towers did, like the Middle Hobbit did, even like you know th- th- that typical kind of second movie in a trilogy syndrome, where where you know there's going to be another movie, you know you know that's going to happen, and and so you're going like oh okay, you've wrapped things up, but there's so much more you touched on and we're not talking about. Now, there's also a lot of criticism on the net that this is, you know, it's very much a kind of um, same thing as Empire, like Force Awakens of New Hope. And there is that kind of element in, in, in with Rey and Snoke and that kind of stuff. So that that sort of is there, I don't think is as similar to to Force Awakens as was to New Hope, but but the, I can see the argument for that. If you're a fan of Star Wars, you'll like it. This is definitely a movie. If you have not watched the previous movies and you just kind of watch this cold turkey, you're going to be like, what? Uh, we also get uh, a token cute character in the movie with these porgs. These are like these weird little like. Say you take a penguin and you smush it down. The size of a rat, and it make it a big mouth and not a beak. Then you get a pork. That's that's probably these things will will sell. Trust me with stuffed animals and stuff. Overall, uh, a fun movie. Um, like I said it does suffer from the second and the third trilogy movie. There's a lot of unanswered questions. Uh, of course, there is is a nice little word tribute to Carrie Fisher at the end of this. This, of course, is Carrie Fisher's last role she ever did. There was rumors for the longest time that maybe they had shot some things for Episode Nine, or they're going to recreate her digitally, like they did with Tarkin in in Rogue One. But no, the producers are somehow saying that no, uh, they're not going to try to bring her back digitally for Episode Nine. But that that's spoiling too much. That makes me go. Okay, then how are you going to deal with her character in Nine if you don't use a digital double? You know, how... how You can't ignore her. You can't just... you. I mean, if they do something lame and go, oh, well, she just went away somewhere. I, I don't know. There, there was a moment uh, in this movie that they could have done something and they chose not to which surprised me a bit, but there you go. That That's their choice. But I, I, I'll find it very interesting where they go. There's still a lot to go in episode nine. I, I think there is a showdown that kind of happened in this movie that I think is going to be expanded on even more in this one. There also is another returning character from Force Awakens that comes back to this ca- the movie that is tied into something else I'm going to be talking about today, which I thought was kind of cool. So that was neat, uh, but far too very short. The soundtrack, as always, is great. I, I love this the score in, in Star Wars, that, you know, the da 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 And there are little hints back to previous movies as well. Overall, if you're a fan of this, I would encourage seeing it in a theater. Now, I this time around, I did not see it in 3D, so I cannot tell you how good the 3D effects were. The the actual like ship stuff was pretty cool. There was a, there's a great chase scene with the Millennium Falcon, which is done really well. 
And um, overall, uh, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, could have been better, yes. Um, would I have liked to seen more resolution for story, some storylines, yes. But as I said, th- there's a lot of ground they still got to cover in episode nine. But we got another two years. I'm guessing. Let's say rush it before we'll see the next chapter in this story. So that is my take of Star Wars The Last Jedi at a theater near you. TV show and Blu-ray review for this episode is Game of Thrones, the complete seventh season, courtesy of the great folks at HBO Home Entertainment. Now, this, of course, is the penultimate season of Game of Thrones. Originally, they were going to make a really long seventh season, but HBO, in wanting to kind of milk this a little bit more, has decided to split up the final season, make the first half only seven and then, more than likely, although I haven't heard the exact episode count, uh, season eight, for probably at least another six or so. Typically, a season in Game of Thrones is usually about ten episodes. Now, in, in, in this seventh season, a lot of stuff happens. This is kind of the, the, the culmination of the previous six seasons. Throughout the previous seasons, the, 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 the Night King and his minions have always been kind of ever-present in the background. This season, man, they really come more into the foreground. 
the good chunk of this season is is Jon Snow trying to, you know, get get forces together and and reason with people and saying, "Listen, I know we have all our difficult difficulties. You've killed people I've loved. I've killed people you love. Can we just kind of wash this away and deal with the greater threat of the dead coming?" You know, where they don't care about crowns and thrones, they just want to kill. And we should really, like, kind of focus on them, deal with that, and then we'll get back to all the fighting into each other. Also, uh, this is a really cool season that a lot of characters meet each other for the first time. We have John and and, and the, the men of the North meet up, meet up with... Tyrion and Daenerys because for this and this season Daenerys finally comes to Westeros to kind of say yeah I, I want this kingdom there's a great meeting in this season between Cersei and and Daenerys and and a lot of characters come together to 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 kind of deal with this threat this is a, a moment in the show that has never happened before the White Walkers they really come to play this season and 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 there are some losses this season there are some characters that 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 fall and and it is quite something and the ending my goodness uh, the ending to this season is truly epic it sets up a moment where you're thinking whoa shit has really hit the fan y'all better get your act together or y'all gonna be dead uh, come season eight, so that that was a it's a nice cumulation uh, of 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 all these different events. This is one of the seasons for sure. If you have not watched the previous seasons and you jump into this late, you are going to be so lost. There's also another huge revelation about a character or characters really at the end of this season. Which will, which will really set a very interesting stage come season eight. Now, unfortunately, Game of Thrones fans, we have to wait till two thousand and nineteen before we get the last season. I don't know. I forget exactly the reason why, but they're putting it off till then. Now they promised that in the meantime, sometime next year, they're going to have some behind-the-scenes stuff to kind of keep us satiated until two years from now, or almost two years from now. So that's, you know, kind of a bittersweet kind of pill to take, but that's the way it goes. Now, currently they are selling this Game of Thrones set with a bonus Blu-ray called Conquest and Rebellion. Now, this is a really cool kind of 44-minute show which goes over the whole history of Westeros and the fight for the throne it is really cool and 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 really kind of see it animated and what also is neat is it's narrated by 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 different character by different actors in in character about the story so each of the characters kind of takes up a different perspective and it really is cool it's one of the um a a nice little bonus which kind of summarizes the history of westeros right up until this current season. So you have that to look forward to. For extras, as always, uh, one thing I've always liked about Game of Thrones is commentary. There is commentary in every one of these Season 7 episodes. 
some episodes, even having multiple commentary with the cast and crew. I did have a chance to briefly listen to the commentary at the end uh, with the producers and the actress who plays Cersei and the actor who plays Jon Snow. And I thought that was very cool. Listen to it. Especially the reaction by the actors, um, by the actress who plays Cersei near the end of the season. It's really cool because she's like, I hadn't seen that uh, before. Besides that, as usual, we have the Blu-ray exclusives of the in-episode guides. These are really cool little fun facts that as you're watching, and they've done this with every season of Game of Thrones. As you're watching, there's like a pull-down menu. You can check on the characters, history, and, and, and just kind of refresh yourself on a lot of the lore of the land, which is really cool. Also, you get from imagination to reality inside the art department. This is a two-part featurette. Where they kind of go over how they build the sets and how all the sets come together. Very cool for behind the scenes. You get fire and steel creating the invasion of Westeros because a good chunk of this season is Daenerys kind of coming and saying, okay, it's my time now. So a lot of the battle. There are some epic battle sequences in this in this season, including one with the dragons, which is just crazy how they film this kind of stuff so some really good stuff the white walkers and the white walkers and a lake and 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 there's a moment where you're watching this and you just want to punch punch the hound in the face you really do for what he does it's like you're an idiot um you also get i said 11 audio commentaries for a seven episode season a lot of shows these days you're lucky if you get any commentary in any episodes from the Game of Thrones people actually give you more commentaries than there are episodes. So that is cool. I appreciate that. I really hope for season eight they continue that. I really want to see see that, th- that there's going to be commentary on the final episode of the show ever. Every TV show, in my humble opinion, should always have commentary on the end of a show, the last episode, either and, and a nice combination one where you have the producers, but also the actors, I mean actors as well. I love to hear that kind of perspective as, as they hit the end of a show. I think that's a must, and I'm hoping Game of Thrones will deliver. Overall, this is a short season, as I said, only seven episodes. They go by so quickly, and it's like, why oh, would I need them to be longer? It is it is really fun. This show, there's there's so many relationships, and 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 there's a bit of a a reunion with with the the children of the House of Stark, which is really kind of cool. And 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 there's one character's fate. It's like wow. The, again, another accumulation of a lot of stuff going before. It's it's almost like. We're okay. We're setting the pieces. We're doing a little bit of cleaning house before the big end rush uh, of, of of the dead, and that that that's kind of cool um, as well. And and with the, with the Night King, so much can be conveyed by just no dialogue, and and that's what's very cool about it. So uh, a fun season. Really looking forward to season eight. It's a shame that we all have to wait almost two years for it. But hopefully the specials in between will be good. I'm hoping if, if as well, if they do that, that whatever these specials they include next year, somehow make their way to the Blu-ray extras for season eight in 2019 when they put that on video. If they don't, 
that's kind of cheap and and i'll be disappointed because whatever they are i'm sure they're going to be good that the production the production quality in hbo shows never ceases to amaze me so that is my take of game of thrones a complete seventh season on blu-ray courtesy of the great folks at hbo home entertainment Blu-ray movie review for this episode is the Lego Ninjago movie, courtesy of the great folks at Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. Now, technically, this is the third kind of Lego movie that's come out. We first had the first Lego movie, then there was the Lego Batman movie, and now there is the Lego Ninjago movie. Now, of course, this is based on the very popular Ninjago TV series that's been on for quite a few seasons right now. So it kind of takes that universe, but kind of spins it in another way, pun intended. Now, I'm no, you know, super fan of the TV show. I've watched a few episodes, and, and I've reviewed them, actually, on this show. But I'm no expert on Ninjago, Ninjago the, the TV show. This, they've got quite a few seasons now. And so, I, I, so I can't really give a direct comparison to the TV show the movie. I know that I heard 
that when it came to the movie, they kind of took the concepts from the show, but kind of made it uniquely for just the movie. The same kind of photorealism is there, whereas the first Lego movie looked like it was done in somebody's basement, which it kind of was. This one looks more like it was done in a backyard. In this movie, um, unlike the first two previous Lego movies, they really do a job in incorporating a lot of outside elements like grass and just outside as opposed to a just closed inside set. So that that's kind of cool. The voice acting is quite the wide variety of people. And these are different than the actors who do the voice work in the TV show. This one, they got more of a celebrity. Uh, Master Wu is played by Jackie Chan, karate master his own self. Then you have Lloyd, or Lloyd, played by Dave Franco. Uh, Cole, played by Fred uh, Armisian. Jay, played by Kumal. Then Jenny, of course, is in Silicon Valley. Kai is played by Michael Penna. Uh, Ab- um, Naya is played by Abby Jackson, who of course, uh, Jacobson, who of course is in Broad Broad City. So a lot of comedians in this. Zane is played by Zach Woods, who of course another star from Silicon Valley. And those are your ninjas. Oh, and Garbodon is played by Justin Thoreau, and and it really. This, this movie has a weird kind of quirky sense of humor. In, in the in the film, Lloyd is trying, the green ninja, is trying to kind of make peace with his dad is Garmadon. Garmadon, who comes in the town, tries to take things over, and it's up to the, nin- the ninjas to stop it. So a lot of this movie is, is a weird kind of father-son relationship movie where, where Lloyd is trying... To connect with his father, and at first Garmadon's like, you know, I, I made, you know, I brought you, you know, I'm your father, but I don't really care. So that that kind of um, plays into, it. and 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 also the way that this movie as well is that there's a cat, a real life cat that they somehow captured that plays a part in the movie now. This movie is quoted as funny for all ages by Fox TV. Yeah, I think for the most part, although some of the humor would go over the age, over the heads of some of the young kids in it. Uh, for extras, you have some mini movies, you have music videos, you have a, a Lego Ninjago TV sneak peek at this. You also have commentary by the producers, not by the actors, and some behind the scene featurettes on how they put the show together. Now, Jackie Chan is featured a lot in this featurettes and, and they, yeah, and I said that and, and they, they really tried to incorporate ninja moves like Jackie Chan is, has his own like ninja stunt team into the moves of the character. And it's kind of limited because it's Lego. So there's only so much you can do, but it's kind of neat how they did that. The soundtrack for this movie is a lot of fun. Lots of um, different music. The models are tremendous. A lot of the models you see in the jungle, you can actually get and buy them from Lego. Overall, the plot is played for humor. It has that, again, that weird kind of quirky humor that both the Lego movie and and uh, the Batman Lego movie kind of have in common. Um, where And and so it's, it's kind of fun. It, it, it's a father's kind of son relationship going. If you're a fan of TV show, will you like this version? 
I think for the most part the elements are there. I really can't compare if 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 the character movie the movie versions are true to the TV show only you can, but if you just get the premise, it's not hard to jump into it. Overall, I liked it. It's another fun Lego movie. If you have the previous ones, you'll like this one. It has that same kind of weird, quirky Lego humor, which which really just seems to, to work in this day and age. So that is my take of the Lego Ninjago movie on Blu-ray, courtesy of the great folks at Warner Brothers Home Video. My book review for this episode is Lego the Ninjago Movie, The Making of the Movie, or The Making of the Lego Ninjago Movie. That This is another great book from DK that really gives you a good look into how brick by brick this movie was put together. And it's quite a lot of pages. In total, you're getting 200 pages worth, actually over 200 pages worth material a lot of behind the scenes a lot of character designs this is very similar to the book they did for the lego batman movie and just the amount of detail that goes into making this film this this kind of as it's great you see a lot of character sketches this goes into a lot more than the featurettes actually on the video itself and that that's kind of cool it, it covers all aspects of the models it even talks about voice acting and um, uh, shows the voice actors and, and all the people involved. It really is, and some of the pictures on it, great. And it's really neat with these books to kind of see the concept art and, and where they were going for some of the characters and how they changed things along the way. If you're a fan of the movie, then this is a great companion book to pick up. Uh, if somebody's already seen the movie but wants to know more, and and just enjoys it has tons of early sketches, concept art, um, storyboards, and lots of Lego models. So this is a, a really good insight into all the creative process 
that makes a Lego movie happen. So that is my take of the Lego Ninjago movie, the making of the movie, courtesy of the great folks at DK Publishing. Well, that is it for me, and that's going to conclude our uh, annual Christmas special this year. As always, you can touch me with a number of ways. You can check me out on Twitter. I'm at RamblingRuss, R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-R-U-S-S. Tweet me, and I'll tweet you back. I appreciate all retweets and favorites I get on Twitter. That is fantastic. Uh, of course, you can always catch new episodes right here in the Talk Shoe Network. I'm show 18411. That is my caller ID. I encourage you to check me out there. All my older episodes, of course, are at uh, still at at the Libsyn HTTP full colon backslash backslash ramblingrest.libsyn.com. That's all my early episodes from 2006 right up in 2013. Lots of great convention coverage, celebrity interviews, all kinds of good stuff right there before I switched over to, to talk to you. Uh, the, 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 uh, uh, the episodes of 531 of 532 are still on Buzzsprout if you want to check them out there. I'm not sure if I can continue with that service. They kind of limit me to how much I can put up every once in a while, but we'll see. For now, they are still there if you want to check them out. Of course, you can check out some of my other older episodes in iTunes, in the iTunes store under podcasts. Check me out. Leave a comment. I love to hear from everybody. Coming up on future episodes of the show, going to continue with checking some things out. I'm still making my way through The Crown Season 1, courtesy of Sony. As well from Sony, the movie Briggs the Bear, actually starring Mark Hamill, so in a completely different role. As well from Warner Brothers, I did get a copy of Dunkirk I want to check out soon. Code Black Season 2, Zoo Season 3, the third and final season, courtesy of Paramount. As well from Paramount, Salvation Season 1. And the um, final volume, the final chapters of the Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from Nickelodeon, courtesy of Paramount Home Entertainment. Also, I did get some games uh, from Microsoft, including uh, um, Disney's Pixar Rush, Disneyland Adventures, uh, Zoo Tycoon, and uh, I believe Slappy, although I could be wrong. Um, as well, those will be coming in the not-too-distant future. I could have that name wrong. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, and I did this show, I did get two new Star Wars books, hot off the press from DK, including Star Wars The Last Jedi, The Visual Dictionary, and Star Wars The Last Jedi, The Incredible Cross-Sections book, where we get to see a close look at the many different vehicles introduced in the new film. So that's all coming up from DK Publishing and a future review on the show. As I said at the start, this may be my last show of 2017. I'm, I'll try, possibly, still going through some things to maybe get another show out before the end of the year. I can't promise it. That's the way it is. <laughs> that's the way it's going to be. Uh, hopefully, uh, come the new year, I do plan on trying to at least be bi-weekly with you. Maybe in between the bi-weeklies, try to throw in a fresh show. Um, I hope to attend maybe some more conventions next year with work permitting. We'll see how that goes. And I may dabble in things such as Patreon, because a lot of people are doing that. And if you and if I do do that, I hope you follow me there. 
maybe give some things back if you help me out on the show, play around with some Patreon, and maybe some things YouTube-wise. I'm still kicking that around ideas, still kicking around talking to some YouTubers on the show. So that's all possible for 2018. Um, I, I do want to expand the show more and do more. It's just how much I can do. We'll see. that. There's, there's a lot of possibilities, but I don't want to say anything completely. It still works in progress. <laughs> now, as I said at the top of the show, I still have two copies of Vice Principles Season 2 to give away to you, my loyal listeners. As I said in the last show, all you got to do to win a copy of that season is to answer this simple trivia question. What classic animated ranking bass cartoon? First one to name me that cartoon. Is, uh, what was the name of that cartoon that featured talking mice and is based on a very famous Christmas poem? If you can email, uh, uh, send me the answers to that, and all you have to do to that is just go on to my Rambling Russ, follow me, and DM me the answer. The first two people that do that to me, you will win. I will announce it on the show, and I will send you a link to redeem the our code to redeem Season 2 of Vice Principles, courtesy of myself and HBO Home Entertainment. That's all you have to do. So the first people... And I will give those gladly away. They're just waiting to get them to you. I try to do giveaways whenever I can. That is it for me and and possibly for the year. We'll see. I want to take this opportunity, if it is, to thank everyone for continually following the show. The downloads are out there, but I do want to grow bigger. And thanks to all the great film companies that provide video releases for me to talk about. All the great folks at Sony, Paramount, HBO, Disney, um, and a DK and and all the others that that uh, I deal with, I I could not. They they really help make the show happen. They make <laughs> and Warner Brothers. They 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 really have and Microsoft as well and and great folks at uh, Veritas. Um, they they really help provide me materials to do the show because without them, I just can't afford to buy everything. And and I appreciate their continued. Support of the show, and I'll publicly say I look forward to looking, working with them in the near future. There's a lot of great people in those companies that really help me out, and I do appreciate it. That is it for me. I hope you have a terrific rest of the holiday season, a, a, a fantastic New Year's Eve and day, and we'll catch you next time right here on Rambled Russell. I'm going to end the show with another Christmas song. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look in the five and ten Listening once again We can begin to do a laser It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holiday
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.